one second. Turn off my my PS4, my shitty ass Heat team. They smell in my career. Smell really badly. Well, I play for the Nuggets, so it's all good. We like number one seeds. Damn near halfway through the season. See, that's I was on the Nugs last year, and I really liked it. And I was trying to decide this year between the Nugs and the Heat. And um, yeah, I think I'm about to ask for a trade uh, imminently. So, uh, Monte Morris, PJ Dozier, K to Bates Diop, y'all headed to Miami. Uh, K to Bates, I guess he is there now. Yes, nigga. Uh, you know, you you know, I'm the aficionado on all things K to Bates. That's disgusting. Disrespect me. That's why they, that's why they're going down three one. All these fucking series. <sighs> fuck me, fuck you. I ain't going down three one. Cause he's getting, cause he's on the goddamn roster. <laughs> They'll be fine. Uh, Caruso can't. Uh, Caruso can't hold it up, bro. He'll be all right. It must be two. Must be two Caruso. Anyway, Negro. Um, it's been a minute. Uh, I don't know how long has it been. Um, I think almost a month. Okay, well, we missed a lot. Um, which is fine. I mean, you know, again, even we. Um, you know, such experienced veteran podcasters like ourselves, we got to take breaks for our mental health, or you end up like Joe Budden. Um, mm-hmm. Also, so- uh, quick reminder: you guys don't pay for this. This is a luxury for you that we yes. that we uh, enjoy spending our time talking to you. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you would like to pay a subscription to listen to us talk, then you get this shit every fucking day if you want. I neglect my family and my lady for the mm-hmm. sake of this podcast. That's all. We've me? talked about it before. We are looking to sell out. Yes, so, absolutely. So if you have sell out opportunities, we can. Uh, this can be, be a fucking drive time radio show. I need a. Re- I, you know what? I don't even really need a reason to become Terry Crews. Okay, just just give me um, some white chicks royalties. Uh, give me mm-hmm. shit, bunch of coupons at Chick Fil A. I'll take that. That's more more than fine. Um. So you know, but um. We are back because, as we stated, no matter how long it takes, we will always be back because we love doing this shit. We love chopping it with y'all. Uh, Beware the L's, episode 36. Oh, boy. I lose track every damn time. This might be every maybe, time. maybe 38. 38? God damn. Oh, shit. Um, we've we've well, been working, man. All right. So, hey. Well, we've been work, work, working slowly but surely. Uh, so, episode latter 30s. Episode mall, we'll call it. Oh, yeah. Um, that's my episode for saying that's episode 43. We talking about <laughs> um, we back. Um, happy to be here, happy to holler at y'all once again. Beware the L's, your boy Uptown Ace Boogie, my nigga on the other side of the interwebs, ain't that Wes. Um, follow us on the socials at Uptown Ace Boogie, at ain't that Wes, and at Beware the L's is the show pod. We are available wherever you enjoy your podcast. Um, Spotify, Anchor itself, Apple, um, SoundCloud. Um, black no Planet? longer available on SoundCloud. No longer available on SoundCloud. Are we on Black Planet? We are on Black Planet. We are on Mihente. We are on Asian okay. Avenue. There we go. Um, anywhere where uh, except SoundCloud, where music and and opinions can be said uh, without little research, um, <laughs> you can find our podcast. Facts. So go ahead, um, find us, look us up. That is Beware the Ills. Um. Give us a like, give us a rate, 
subscription uh tell a friend and tell a friend um go ahead uh put us over put us out there man so tonight um on this lovely september the 23rd evening um it's a little it's a little you chilly remember the 23rd day it's been it's been uh it's been cool uh last couple days but or uh beginning of the week but now it's starting to get a little warm again i don't like that i'm ready for this cold <laughs> i don't like that um yeah it's um i'm bro i'm with the i'm with the chill man like for sure like i don't know what it is about fall man um we we wax poetically about fall in the um in the the pots tots group chat the other day (laughs) um and we just talked about how perfect like a like a late august early september night can be and um i'm ready for that man like bro i i want to like drink hot spiked hot chocolate and watch like a harry potter marathon that's what i'm that's that's where i'm at that's my stage of washness you know a nice cab a pino um how you talking about like, i don't know, pino, I don't know shit about pino and a pino you feel me well, i mean i, I guess <laughs> i don't <laughs> particularly want to want to sip wine and watch pornography um well you just ain't doing it right <laughs> some say sex is overrated they just ain't doing it right <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a little uh, a Merlot, and uh, and then the Pinot is, is a later time in the evening. Uh, I don't like um, I, I like to smoke. I don't, I don't like to smoke when I drink, you know. <laughs> so what? Uh, what alcohol goes with a uh, Riley Reed? Uh, Riley Reed is probably paired best with. That's a vodka shot. It's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, guess I'm doing this. So. Uh, Interestingly enough, pod listeners, we was going back listening to some old pods, and we forgot how many deep dives we promised y'all. Uh, we definitely mm-hmm. overpromised and underdelivered. That's the <coughs> damn show. Oh, um, but one of them is an alcohol pod, um, which is something that we are very well versed in. Uh, we are basically Frank Gallagher um, in that regard. So um, that might be one that comes up soon. We'll have to be absolutely obliterated, but that will be fun. Um, you know, yes. we la- last pod we talked about Messi Wes's transgression of the week. You might get five or six of them hoes. For okay? sure, and I, we, I definitely want that to be as fan involved as possible. So we might have to ask y'all for questions and topics, and that would be a fun one to to, to get down and, and talk about. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's never gonna it's never gonna happen because we keep again we just keep promising just random shit. But uh, sure, we, we do. In theory, um, I just man, listen. At this point, I don't want nothing to get that live pod off. That's it. That's I feel like, you know, my late grandmother's dying wish was for us <laughs> to get <laughs> to get off alive and be where the L's pod. Okay, so well, we gotta make that shit happen, bro. Amen. We can't say we can't say we haven't tried. It's not through lack of effort. This is true, but I mean, I don't know. I listen. I know Adrian's rich and he doesn't involve himself in plebeian things like podcasts. Um, he's too busy uh, disenfranchising the youth, and um, uh, rigging the election. I know, I know. Yeah, and, and contributing money to Wells Fargo. But um, you know, we we, we still want to make that happen. We know Corey is down. All right? Corey always down for the fucking cause, as long as it involves drinking. Corey's a goddamn menace. Yeah, yeah, he is. But he's our menace. He is so, our menace. Yep. It is what it is. Um, but. So on this here pod, um, we got a few very interesting topics to get into. Um, First and foremost, before we get into all the fun, interesting shit, 
um, that we have missed out on. Um, PSA, um, if you anybody follows me on Instagram, I just, I just posted something very similar. Um, real quick, man. Uh, so today, the um, grand jury indictment, or should I say lack thereof, of Breonna Taylor's murderers came out, and we knew it was going to be bad. When we yep. saw, um, when we heard that they were like boarding up buildings in downtown Louisville and issuing curfews and, and basically sending all the police to one spot, we knew what was coming. We just didn't know exactly how bad it was going to be. Um, yep. I, to be completely honest, bro, like I, I wouldn't have felt better. I wouldn't have even felt okay at anything other than murder charges, but. I would have been less angry if they wouldn't have charged them at all other than charging them with wanton uh, endangerment. Wanton endangerment for the shots that could have placed neighbors in danger. So they charged one of the three officers with firing shots into and accidentally hitting the other neighbor's departments, but absolutely nothing for the murder of Breonna Taylor herself. Um, again, even if it was the case, even if her nigga was involved in some nefarious shit, A, like they shouldn't have been shooting at him, and B, it had nothing to do with her. So for them to spend this much time, it's been six months. It's been it's been six yeah. tomorrow, six months tomorrow, I believe. So it has been six fucking months, and this is what they came back with. They could have they could have said this the day after, or they could have not said shit at all. Um, and I kind of said it on Twitter. Whatever happens is on um, Kentucky Attorney General David Cameron's hands. If that city gets burned to the fucking ground, that's on him, and nobody but him. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, I, I'm my fault. I mean, cut you off. Go ahead, bro. Oh no, I was gonna, I was going to get ready to say, like, yeah, that's to have waited all this time. Um, to see how her death has become a major talking point and perhaps the most dominating talking point of the fucking year um, to finally get to a point where justice could have been served um, and to only have that bullshit charge for one of the officers. Um, it's extremely disheartening. It's not like you said, it's not surprising because um, we've seen time and time again officers and people involved with the law essentially get away with murdering us. Um, and I was looking on Twitter and it was like, I saw like Rex Chapman, former NBA player. I was like, yeah, I got, he's from Kentucky as well. He said, yeah, I got more trouble stealing from the Apple store. than this officer is going to get in for the murder of a young black woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so many people, you know, talking about, you know, this is, um, you know, this is, this is, the ultimate injustice and you know her she will never see peace her family will never see peace actually and i, I saw a very poignant tweet which i i feel like summed it up perfectly um this is exactly what the system's designed to do this is not this uh, this is not the system not working this is the system working exactly how it was intended to make sure that there's absolutely zero accountability on the oppressors and a, an excessive force or an excessive penalty for black people, minorities um, who commit even low level crimes. You know, it just, it is baffling to understand that 
so many officers have killed or basically attempted to kill so many black people you know let's just even keep it centralized in the last 10 years and to know that there's still so many black people in jail for you know grams of weed <laughs> you feel me or an o or so you know what i'm saying and it's just like man we we said it last week the institution of racism is the greatest construct the white people have ever made because it is foolproof it is when one mm-hmm. when one part of it fails there's two three four five six backups to make sure that the disenfranchisement continues um the institutional racism is really the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors. It is. Uh, it is 73 and 9. It did not lie though. The police, the, they didn't they, oh, no, this they didn't lie at all. But <laughs> it's that the police are Kevin Durant, and somehow the police, uh, you get past the police, you got the court system, it's Steph Curry. Yep. Somehow you get past that. It's uh, the FBI, Supreme Court's coming down like Clay Thompson. It's uh, wave after wave of, of, of the system kind of protecting itself and perpetuating uh the plan, the, the quote unquote plan um, against us and our people. And it's just designed to continually uphold police and, and court's decisions um, in matters like this. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's entirely like we, we go on this podcast almost every episode, yeah, especially now. recently. Um, and it's just, it's just disheartening to see shit like this continue to happen again and again. Um, yeah. To us, man, it sucks. And, you know, we we kind of spent the entire last pot, you know, talking about this. And, you know, I, n- none of our, our thoughts are changed. So just for repetition's sake, you know, we're not going to spend too much time on it. But, um, you know, one thing that I said on my little IG rant was just that, you know, this was a situation in which, you know, I, there may not have been anything that we could have done to prevent Breonna Taylor's killing. And that is heartbreaking to say the least however there is an abject failure of towards black women in our community and we are not protecting our women we may not have been able to protect brianna taylor but we could have protected toyin we could have protected so many others and it's just it's incredible to me to understand everything and we talked about this a lot on the lost pod um but to understand how much black women have endured and how they have always been the the glue, literally the backbone and the moral fiber of not just black people, but the country as a whole. Um, and to know that they are failed and their pleas fall on deaf ears so often um, that they are constantly not just belittled, you know, not just um, disrespected, but, um, you know, told that they're lying. Or, you know, they are combated, you know, on all ends. And it's like, you know, we as black men, you know, we talk about every day how difficult it is to be a black person in America. Imagine, you know, let's say as a black person in America, you start 15 steps behind in the race, right? As a black woman, you start in 25 steps behind in the race. Then as a dark skinned woman, you 35 steps behind Um, as a, you know, non-cis hetero trans gay anything like that you 50 steps behind if you got some type of disability or something you are a hundred steps behind and it just gets compounded and compounded and compounded and compounded and nobody is going to bat for these people 
nobody is going to bat for these women. Um, and there is, you know, again, all seems lost at times. This is, you know, this is as frustrating of a moment as we've had in the Black Lives Matter era of the last decade. Um, but, you know, we talk about needing support. We talk about being there for each other. Be there for these women first, first and foremost, period. They, again, carry the brunt of everything that goes on with us. And that's which has been the case since slavery. And they need to be able to have the room to not be the strong ones, to not have to be the ones that, you know, literally, again, carry us on their backs, you know, through everything. Um, when, when they were, you know, not, aren't taken seriously or, you know, did not get the recognition they deserve in, you know, civil rights and, and social justice movements going all the way back to the sixties. So um, be there for your black women, ride for your black women. Don't question them. If, if it's some shit that ain't got shit to do with you being a nigga, nobody wants your unwanted opinion. Terry Crews. Um, nobody cares. I just shut up, ride for them, support them, you know, um, trans rights, LGBTQ rights, um, reproductive rights, all that shit. Shut up, ride for them, be a halfway decent nigga. Not because that's your mom or your sister or your auntie, but because that person deserves that inherent care and respect and protection. That's it. true. Straight like that. That was a uh, very eloquently put. I'm really, I ain't really got too much to add. Cause, uh, Again, we 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 ran through a tremendous conversation again on that last episode. That one day, hopefully, uh, we can get out to you guys because um, I felt like we talked about this in, in great detail and a lot of other dope shit. Um, but yeah, support black women point blank period, man, and especially yeah. in these times. So, um, um, R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor um, and you know, and so many of uh, other women and men who have been lost, and I pray that. Her soul finds some type of peace in the near future, even though admittedly, I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, so, you know, kind of stem, stemming from that, kind of branching off that. Um, keep this short and sweet. Go vote. Uh, go register to vote and make sure y'all vote. Um, saw a stat the other day that, that said over 130 million eligible voters did not vote in the 2016 election. Y'all niggas was writing in Harambe and shit for the people that did vote. And you see how fucking far this country has fallen off in the last four years and will only get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing a lot of people talking about how annoyed they are, seeing all the, the voting registration stuff on all their apps, shut up, either vote or, or repost it or either register or repost it. If you already registered, cool. If, if you know, pass it on then. If not, Make sure you take the, the two minutes to fucking do it. Right. Um, it's a very simple process to get registered. And it's th- this election is probably one of the most important elections we've had uh, ever, based on what we've seen these past four years with this current president and this current administration. So um, we think we talked, we got into it a little bit last episode as well, why you should vote uh, against this administration. Mm-hmm. But it all starts with being registered to vote. So talk to your friends, talk to talk to your people, make sure everybody is registered um, to vote. Make sure you know where your, your polling place is. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you can kind of get a plan together to, to go vote because it's, it's imperative that uh, we try to get some power back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's absolutely true. And unfortunately, 
um, something that we talked about on the last pod um, ended up coming true. We talked about how much this uh, administration has done to set back, you know, women's rights, LGBTQ rights, you know, black rights, civil rights um, in just four years and how much more damage they can do in eight. And we talked about how ridiculous it was that, you know, 87 year old, you know, three time cancer victim, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had to try to fight to stay alive until the election to not set this country back 60 years. And unfortunately, um, her fight ended. Um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away this week. And before anybody could even take the time to properly mourn her, um, the Republicans, you know, Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Trump, everybody was already clamoring to fill her seat, which is so crazy because um, the Senate would not allow Obama to name a replacement, a Supreme Court nominee um, during his final term or his final year of his term because they said it was in poor taste. But um, Trump in the final year of his term makes no difference. Um, yeah, that's that's where you see that the the I don't know to say the word to say it, but it's people kind of just Mitch McConnell uh, bedding the rules to kind of fit yeah, him, and that, that's kind of that, that, that's the that's disgusting. In that people can, can kind of do like have be a hypocrite in this nature, and then With turn around and still, you know, they still turn around and, and remain in their role and just kind of brush it off and, and not be taken as, as such. Um, um, it's it's just I think in this past week we have seen we've been witness to some of the most ridiculous um, wrongdoing that we have ever seen that had absolutely no repercussions for anybody. Um, you talk about the CEO of Wells Fargo who talked about how they don't hire black people because there's a shallow black talent pool. Then the story comes out that Wells Fargo used their customers' information to open up fake accounts so that they would default on their loans and ruin their credit. I don't even know how that is. You can just say that shit out loud without anything happening. Hey, um, man, I think they got fined, man. They, uh, Repay their debt to the side, you know what I'm saying? Um, you talk about the Pentagon who used um, a mi- misappropriated a billion dollars of funds that was supposed to go towards uh, COVID aid for, I think, new armor. New armor and helmets. Did you see that? I saw that. I didn't, I didn't read it yeah. fully. Um, and just, just things like that. And these are normal, everyday headlines that just come and go. That's how fucked up this country is right now. Um, I, and that, I, I think that might be like the most crazy part, not crazy, crazy naval search. I'd be tomorrow. I think the, <laughs> the most ridiculous thing is how things that and topics and situations that we see would, that normally would be stop the presses. This is a, a, a true scandal. How those things uh, now are stories that, that, that stay for a day and are replaced by something else. And they're they are right out they are right out of the news cycle because there's another new injustice that needs to be spoken upon and you know in which there's again absolutely zero accountability and you know Trump man I don't think no but no president in the history of this country this shitty ass country um, has ever gotten away with more in the public eye than he has yeah we'd have plenty of Nixons and Reagans that was doing all types of dirt behind the scenes, but this nigga literally just walked, he could walk down the street and whip his dick out and absolutely nothing will happen. 
and and, um, even, and even worse, they'll have tons of people defending him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah. So, nigga, you really could, you, you couldn't write a movie this crazy. No, um, he is the most bulletproof person I've ever seen in the history of the world. If it wasn't so destructive, it'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, so again, that lets you know um, that speaks to exactly how you know pivotal of an election this is. So make sure you vote, as Wes said. Make sure your people is good to vote. Um, but we need to have a quick conversation. Speaking of people who are fighting back against injustice, um, let's talk about Maya Moore real quick. So. Oh. Um, your girl, Maya Moore, um, I, I like Maya Moore too. I, I, I ain't going to put that on you. Um, I like Maya my, Moore. That's good shorty. So we, uh, you know, we talked about some pods back how Maya Moore, um, is, was foregoing the WNBA season, um, to help fight, uh, social injustice and to help free a man from death row. Now, has she missed two seasons now? Yes, this was her second season. She okay. Yep. Um, and we talked about how admirable it was, uh, how admirable it was, and you know how you know big of a deal it was for you know not just a professional athlete, but one of the best in her profession in her sport to you know just shut it down in her prime and, and devote all of her time to you know combating social injustice. Um, and nothing, absolutely nothing, can take away from that accomplishment because that man, Jonathan Irons was freed um, after 23 years in prison on a wrongful conviction. He was freed uh, back on July 2nd. But however, however, um, (laughs) there's another caveat to this story um, that makes it a little bit more interesting. So we found out uh, recently um, in a good, good morning America interview with Maya Moore and Jonathan Irons that they got married. And, um, you know, I I think your initial reaction is, okay, you know, love is love is love. You know, absolutely. They probably bonded during, you know, that process and, you know, really, you know, happy that, you know, he was able to not only, you know, get out of a prison, you know, after a wrongful conviction, but also to, you know, meet and marry the love of his life (sighs) on the surface. But I don't know how I feel about it. I, I know what I'm going to say. So I'm going to ask you what your opinion is on this situation before I get into mine. Um, I really don't have a problem with it. Like you said, mm-hmm. like I imagine they bonded and spent hours and hours and, and plenty of time conversating, talking to know each other um, and seeing what's going on uh, with the situation. And naturally that's going to cause some sort of chemistry to, to come about. Um, yeah, I really don't. I really don't see the issue with where, uh, mm. where. Where are you coming from? Well, then, um, I I will not go as, as far as to say he was manipulated. That's not true at all. But I will say that I personally I don't think that situations like that in which someone can kind of assert their power or influence to, in a way, do a favor, you know, for somebody. Um, I think the type of love that emerges from that is not always 
purely romantic. Sometimes it's like a power based thing. Um, and I don't know their story specifically, so I can't speculate too much on that. Um, but it's almost like it almost in some ways feel like it's one of those things where, you know, the man was forever indebted to her for changing his life. And, you know, she kind of finessed it and took advantage of, you know, a situation in which a nigga was forever indebted to her and, you know, kind of finessed him a little in the marriage. Now, see, nah, nah, I can't let that slide, bro. Because you're you're, ta- you're you're taking all his autonomy away that this nigga can't make. He didn't have any autonomy. That's the point, well, Wes. Well, well now he that he's no autonomy, well, he's got autonomy that he's free. So Fair. now, now that he's free, he uh, has to marry her because she did his favor for him. Nah, man. If he no, didn't no, no, marry, no, no, no. If he didn't want to marry her, I don't think he would have married her. See, 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 now I'm not saying that he was forced to do anything. That's what I'm saying. He was not. He was not um he wasn't manipulated in any way. Um it's I think for me, I've seen a lot of situations in which again that power dynamic in which somebody basically in a way Maya had his life in her hands. And mm, I get what I, you're he, saying, but that's he, not right. He, he, I I think I'm right. Okay, so you can suck okay. my dick. But um, and then there's also another element to it in which I believe he's 50 or I'm sorry, he's 40. There's age. There, Tom. Yeah, he's 41. He's 40. She's 31, which is fine. She also met him when she was 18. Um, now. Yes, their relationship, I'm sure, developed. I just did a Skip Bayless side. That's how I know I'm being problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I, like their relationship. I'm sure developed later on, but like, I still feel like if there was, you know, that age gap and a 27 year old, you know, male or eight or you know, a 27 year old dude, um, was trying to get, let's say an 18-year-old girl freed from prison or vice versa, whatever. If the genders were flipped, I feel like a male would be criticized a little bit compared to what Maya is. Um, and a nigga would have been, been called predatory. It would have been said that, again, he used his power and his influence to get, the, to get a, a, a naive girl freed and, you know... He then took advantage of the situation and turned it into a relationship. I just feel like this is one of those rare moments where um, I think the the gender roles definitely played a big hand in the media's acceptance of it. Again, not to say that, not to take away from anything, absolutely anything that Maya Moore did to get this man free, because she is, you know, a blessing for that. But um, it just it for some reason it don't it don't sit all the way right to me. And I know it ain't my relationship. Nobody give a fuck if it sits right to me. But that's just my that's my personal opinion. That's exactly where I'm coming from. I don't know shit about their relationship, so it don't make sense for me to kind of speculate on it based off kind of things I can. That's assume what we do. Read. We speculate, well, trying, nigga. Well, I'm trying to be a better person. You know what I'm saying? Huh. And, um, better person, especially when it comes <laughs> to this, because I knew this was well, in some in some aspects. Because I was I was watching or listening to um, my boy. Uh, Trill Withers, because mm-hmm. um, he's been one of the guys who was early 
um, to speak about Maya and her and her sacrifice and what she did. Mm-hmm. And this is when he uh, saw that they had gotten married. He was like, yeah, this is, I'm sure this is going to be some sort of talking point to kind of diminish yeah. her, her sacrifice and what she's done. <laughs> Um, and, and, yeah, and, and that's and that's one thing that I I would absolutely never do, and it I, and I'm not. Yeah, so you any, haven't you haven't done that yet. Yeah, I, I'm not anyway insinuating that she freed him to get with him, because that's obviously not the case. It's just again, it's it, it. I think it just speaks on. I think one of the relationship dynamics that I personally um think has become a bit of an issue in our country which is again just the 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 concept of a uh, a power dynamic and a power inefficiency in which somebody is again just completely indebted to another person doesn't mean that he doesn't love her it doesn't mean that he's not in love with her but like it can sway your judgment it can sway your judgment for sure you know if i was if i was in jail for for 24 years or 23 years and you know, uh, attractive WNBA hooper got me out, you know, saved my life. And she was feeling for me. She was, you know, she was, uh, you know, uh, feeding for the D then I would do it oh too, boy. you know, without, with, without thinking too much about it. So, but that's, yeah, you would have done it with your own, uh, with your own free will. Would you? Of my, of, of my own volition. Of your, of yeah. your own volition. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 absolutely. Um, so yeah. That's just my humble opinion on you the try topic. On that, the power couple of 2020. This is a, <laughs> what, that, what a that, year. Please, they ain't Quavo and Sweetie. Get out of here. Um, no, they ain't going to be together much longer if Sweetie keep eating like she eating. Oh, my God. That 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 butthole. That ass is on fire. Boy, her, her, oh, boy. Her, her stomach going to make the soundtrack for the next Migos project. Oh, my God. Bruh, that was because I seen uh, hot sauce. I seen uh, the Cajun seasoning. Mm-hmm. Um and then the Cheeto dust. Oh um, man! And, and and that nigga commented on the post like, "Baby, you ain't gotta live like this no more. We, we ain't broke no more. What, baby, come on." Uh, also, yeah, sweetie, sweetie did not live the same life that a lot of other rappers did. Like she came from like a nuclear home. Like she like went to college. Yeah, you, you can tell me? you can tell by the way she she samples every damn song. She came for money. <laughs> money's not a, money's not an object for sweet. Yeah, um, but hey, hey, her brand is working, and uh, she yeah. she's she she's Kanye level on the samples right now. So uh, yeah, good for you. Her. She's on, on um, the only uh, she's in the only active uh, relationship in, with the Migos right now. So so good for her. It is. Oh man, uh, we will we will let's discuss. T- let's, let's take off and. Uh, Portia Rossi are still together. <laughs> we will we will discuss that uh, a little bit later uh, with the return to light skin power rankings. But um, so that is um, so that's what's going on on the serious side. Um, you know, on the, the the athlete engagement again. Shout out to Maya Moore and Jonathan Irons. Not not taking away from their beautiful love. Just uh, making a, a comment. You just um, took away. From that. That's all you did was take away from their beautiful love. I no, I, I'm not taking away from anything, sir. You are, I, you are I a just, swiper. You are a swiper with the swiper. I just, I just made, I just made a an an intelligent, informed comment based off of my zero knowledge of their situation. Because what are you a podcaster? I'm a man, <laughs> is what I am. Clearly, um, but on a lighter note, because we've been, you know, kind of getting well, into stuff. Yeah. Um. Oh man. So <laughs> we were originally supposed to pod when this first happened a couple weeks ago. 
We did not get a chance to get around to it. However, this is not something that can be skipped over. Um, we are, above all, the most diverse, inclusive podcast on planet motherfucking Earth. I look us up. I um, mm-hmm. you look up uh, inclusion in the dictionary, and you have a picture of Wes from EXO. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, nobody, nobody in this room, in this chat, in this podcast is kink shaming Odell Beckham for you know liking the good old Cleveland steamer. Um, you know, a, a nice hot dump on his chest. Well, well what is uh, what's like not the level under judging? Because <laughs> I'm trying uh, to be sock eyeing. Yes, I'm a perturb. No, perturb seems like could be worse. Um, perplexed, perhaps. Listen, um, concerned. Everybody got everybody <laughs> got kinks. I now everyone has varying degrees of kinks. For a nigga like again, I think we talked about this on a previous pod. A nigga like Odell Beckham or Trey Songs that has that has hit probably everything that they wanted to hit in life. It probably takes them a little bit more. Okay. Um, that's the main reason why I'm still broke because I don't want (laughs) to, I'm fine with regular, regular old sex. I don't, I don't need to to explore. So I'm going to continue to be Um, broke. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge, you know, Odell for, you know, his love of feces. Um, Mm. yeah, Mm -mm -mm. um, not here to judge that what I am here to talk about, what we are here to discuss is the atrocity, the abomination, the pox mark on black humanity that is the No Jumper podcast. <sighs> so, the No Jumper podcast um, originated as a place for young artists to break new music. Uh, a lot of the top young rappers of the SoundCloud era, the Lil Uzis, the XXX Tentacion's, uh, May He Burn in Hell, um, and uh, 21 Savage and uh, Playboy Cardi, um, Trippy Red, little niggas um, with face tats and mini dreads, um, broke a lot of new music on that podcast. And that's how it originated. And I don't know how it morphed into this IG thought tell all shit, um, but Corinne Steffens. D- DJ it, Vlad for, for the hoes. Yeah, yes. Uh, but Corinne Steffens is, uh, is shaking in her boots because not even she could divulge the level of information that has been divulged on just a couple of episodes of this podcast. Man, um, I, I, I never listened to No Jumper. I only got familiar with it um, maybe two years ago when uh, <laughs> when TK and uh, Block Boy yes. <laughs> put out the song that was, for some reason, No Jumper was the uh, credited artist on it. Yes. But, um, yeah, I didn't, didn't realize Adam Twenty Two was white for a while. It's a mm-hmm. it's a mess. So I've kind of stayed away from from all that. But uh, it came it roared its ugly head into the zeitgeist of uh, mainstream media with the uh, these hoes talk. Uh, so um, uh, these hoes hashtag these hoes who um first and foremost are not cute. I want to I want to preface this entire conversation by saying that they are not cute. Um. Yes. They again, you know, um, sex posse. Nobody is judging them for fucking a bunch of athletes, could care less. Um, nobody's judging them for getting paid or getting fluid out to fuck a bunch of athletes. Again, do your thing, you got agency mm-hmm. over your body. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be tricking in the WNBA bubble <laughs> right now. Um, 
the issue I think that we have is that, um, you know, we as a people have created, we've created a platform for them where they're, they get the engagement and they get the, um, basically the go ahead to continue, uh, with their destructive ways. You know, it's basically, there's only one rule to, um, to Hoenn. Um, as a man or a woman, as a celebrity, and that's to keep your mouth shut. Stay that's low. it. That is it. We nobody cares what you do. Nobody cares how many penises you suck. Nobody cares how many asses you eat. Truly, don't give a fuck. The only problem is once you start giving the game away, then it becomes an issue because um, now, if anybody watched Chappelle's show back in the day, then you should understand that you should have a love contract. Along with a confidentiality agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashida Jones. Um, yes, that was Rashida Jones. Um, oh, Kobe. <laughs> um, however, um, it is, you know, it is basically, it's essential that you don't do anything to not only jeopardize the well-being of, you know, the athlete or the celebrity that's involved, but you can't fuck up your bag or the bag for other hoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it is basically um celebrity hoeing again, male, female, or other, is all about it's basically like a players union. Like you do what the fuck you gotta do for the betterment of the union. So it does not matter if you don't want to get flued out to Buffalo. If you are getting the highest ever flued out offer to get flew out to Buffalo, then you gotta take that to raise the salaries for the rest of the whole union. That's yeah, it. it. It's yeah, it, that's essentially what it is. It's a, a ho- ho-op, if you will. <laughs> um, this is male and female, so not, not gender specific. Yes. But yes, this is um, the main thing you got to do is be low and kind of in your community of hoes kind of work together. And so that everybody can get paid. Cause at the end of the day, everybody's just trying to bust their nuts. You know what I'm and that's it. That's the, and that's all that anybody wants at the end of the day. And the thing is, it's not obviously it's not an exclusive club at all. But once you're in, once you're in the circle, you're in. You know, once you get hit by one athlete, you get hit by three, followed up by two rappers, followed up by a politician. Malcolm you know, well, you know what I'm saying. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's um, it, it, it's it's a very it's a very tight knit community where you know small pockets of information leak out from time to time, you know, which is going to happen. But, like, God, like, okay, so, you know, you just took a shit on Odell Beckham's chest. Okay, go tell your your friends and then collect your bag and then go home. Like, don't go right. on the internet. Don't go on social media because, again, now you fucking up the whole game. Right. People, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. I was about to say, people like that are the reason why sex workers don't get the respect that they deserve. Partially. For real. Because there, people look at Selena Powell and them girls on that podcast as a representation of sex workers, and they are not. Most mm-hmm. sex workers, ninety nine percent of them, is about their motherfucking business. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it, it's it's the three that get all the shine, they get all the spotlight, they get all the attention, and they literally fuck it up for everybody. Right, like the what's we call him? The one who was talking about that was a uh, Chief Geek's baby mom. Who yes. not too long ago was all all on the blog with Takashi, mm-hmm. um, when he was out, out doing his thing. Um, How about we stay up all night? 
on the blog sites. <laughs> but now she, she, yeah, think about it as, as a businesswoman because you are a businesswoman at this point. Yeah. You think Odell, you think Odell's gonna call you back anymore? No. No. You think, you no. think anybody else from uh, the Cleveland Browns, the New York Giants, LSU, or the Drewski Drake circle is gonna call you back now? I don't know, but Bubba Joe might need, might need some parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, it, it, it's sad to see hoes back, back, back in my every, day. Every once in a while, you just gotta fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so back in my day, you know what I'm saying? You, the the, uh, the hoes were more discreet because, uh, yes. like Chief Keith said, discretion is the better part of valor. Um, mm-hmm. You cannot be valorous or have valor without discretion. Cannot. Um, it just makes sense. Um, to keep your business low. Um, but now, like we've talked about in many episodes and one of the recurring themes of the podcast, cloud has clouded y'all minds. That's it. You and that's what that, it is. It's cloud, man. Yeah, y'all think that, 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 that you are going to be known or you get these likes and you, these retweets because you, you spilled the beans. Mm-hmm. And you already, you already get those likes and retweets you spilled the beans, but uh, ain't going to be no more beans to get spilt because anybody going to trust your dumb ass. Listen, man, it is women and... Um, Damn you know, man, not I'm, I'm about to start. I'm about to start. I'm about to start snitching too. <laughs> um, it is it is women and um men and you know trans and other um genders who probably got fucked by Teddy Pendergrass back in the day. You feel me? Who mm-hmm. are now you know sitting there in they in their sixties and seventies looking back and shaking their head at this new generation of thoughts. You think yeah, your grandmother went with the Woodstock for fun? Please. No, she let. Uh, she let. Uh, I don't even know who performed the Woodstock. Oh, Bob Dylan, <laughs> uh, Jimi Hendrix, motherfucker. Uh, Eric Clapton clapped your grandma, and she ain't said nothing about that. Nothing. Six nothing. Years. Your grandpa ain't gonna find out about that shit till her funeral. Okay, and he, gonna, and he gonna be tight because he, he's, he's gonna be fine with it because he's heard tears of heaven. <laughs> and I mean it's just I don't know man it was it was I think you know you look at the different generations and the different perceptions of sex you know through the generations it went from something that was you know completely taboo that was not spoken upon at all that happened uh, completely behind closed doors to you know the 60s and the 70s you know the hippie times and you know the sexual revolution you know the golden age of porn and whatnot uh, shout out to John Holmes and the gang Hey, Mr. Um, Canyon, what it do, baby? Um, and um, you know, then kind of move forward to the '80s with the Reagan administration that again uh, made every, you know, basically outlawed everything. Um, and we've watched sex take on completely different roles from being, again, from being basically damn near outlawed to you know open and free to being you know still had but not talked about to being, you know, then the conversation of sexual health and, you know, polygamy and, you know, non-traditional relationships and all this other stuff, you know, going on. And um, it's, it's, it's upsetting because there are a lot of people who, you know, enjoy non-traditional sex or enjoy non-traditional relationships who, you know, because of shit like this, you know, can't feel like they can't live their truth. You know what I'm saying? You know, like... It it is. There's nothing to be ashamed about when it comes to sex or who no. you like to have sex with or even how you like to have it. But there is, you know, and we've seen the reaction to Odell Beckham, and we have seen, you know, just the reaction to, 
you know, the No Jumper podcast as a whole, the, the seven Phoenix Suns and everything else. And sure, we've made our comments and gotten our jokes off. Of course we did. But um, it's, it's, it's a shame that we are still in 2020, you know, like doing shit like that for clout. Like, you know, as in, you know, me, as in you saying that Od- Odell Beckham likes to get shit on, like that looks bad on him. You can say it looks bad on him, but he's also rich as fuck. He ain't got no reason to talk about it. He can make a joke about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. While you, yeah, he's going to be fine. While you are on the No Jumper podcast, giggling about it for fun, and then begging niggas to pay $20 for your OnlyFans. It's a, it's a, so it's a dirty game, man. It's, it's, it's not how it works. And, you know, we, we always pushing for, you know, sexual positivity. And uh, another big aspect of, of sexual positivity is, man, you know, let people do their things. You feel me? Um, let people do their things. Let people do what the fuck gets them off. And keep that shit behind closed doors. Because at the end of the day, even if it was, you know, you were a part of that act, and it still ain't none of your business to share it with the world. You know what I'm saying? Especially if a nigga pays you for it. That's just dumb as mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. You hate to see you hate to see you hate to see the, the, the chatty patties lose their bag, but so that's that's what the game is. You you sign up for it, you know the rules. And if you wanna uh, go out of the terms um, just to, to a little clout, and uh, you deserve whatever. Yo, Tyler Hero got to chill out. Uh, he, I, don't, I don't like. I don't like this. He, his girl's down there. He's showing out. We ain't, we ain't never gonna get together. He's playing as good. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm gonna take a second um, now. You know, since we are in the topic of uh, you know clout monsters and you know the wild shit that goes through social media, um, let's bring up one of our favorite topics. Uh, Tales from toxic Twitter. Um, so, uh, Twitter's toxic as shit. We talk about this all the time. Uh, every week there is a new topic that is somehow magically becomes part of the zeitgeist for absolutely no reason. Sometimes it's something like, you know, tipping and sharing the bill at restaurants. This week, it was having children. Um, I don't know exactly how, it's, how this started, but there we got into a enormous debate and when i say we we as a people not me uh man catch me debate none of that shit but we as a people got into a debate about whether it's quote unquote cool or a flex to have children um <laughs> Wes, did you catch any of these i yes. actually missed all this <laughs> which is good because uh it seems uh pretty dumb for even for Twitter standards. It, it really was. I think it started from a girl who was saying that having children is the biggest flex. Like having little ones who uh love you, um who love you unconditionally and you know who are a perfect recreation of you and blah 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 is the biggest flex that you could ever have. That shit's so raw. And then somebody quoted and was like, not really. <laughs> and what and it it started this whole fucking debate which at its heart is relatively simple some people want kids some people don't want kids and some people have kids who don't want kids and but it turned into this whole big thing bro tweet after tweet after tweet going on for two to three days of people going back and forth about like people's right to want or not want kids and i was trying to stay out of it as somebody who you know does not have kids and hopefully will not have any um 
anytime in the future. I'm good with my cat. Um, go ahead, boys, make the comment. Nope, I'm growing. <laughs> um, but it's um, so I, I try to stay out of it. I did catch myself peeking at a couple of them, and I came away with it, um, with the impression that the the kid having side was the more toxic. Now, I know I know it's easy to say that I'm biased because I don't have kids and don't want kids anytime soon. Okay, that's fair. Um, I am not one to pretend like I am not biased, except when it comes to Drake, who is a pedophile groomer. Um, <laughs> uh, hit, the, hit the running gag alert. Um, <laughs> no, but like, there was this idea, and what I started seeing was the nine kids side basically started saying, like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's obviously it's your right, it's your decision to decide whether you have kids or not, and, or if you become pregnant, decide whether you want to go through with that pregnancy. Not a doubt. But you can't get mad at people who voice their opinion and say, I don't think that having kids is that big of a blessing. And, you know, the, the having kids side, you know, kind of came out shooting, guns a-blazing, talking about, oh, well, how, how can having kids not be a blessing? They infinitely make your life better. And that's so corny. You always hearing somebody um, who don't have no kids trying to pass judgment on somebody and blah, 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 blah. And it, it really wasn't that, bro. It was just a difference of opinion that came into people trying to use their kids to somehow boost their clout profile. Um, having kids is not a flex. It's if you have kids, that is great that you brought a life into this world whom you can care for and hopefully allow them to and raise them well enough for them to be able to, you know, achieve their hopes and dreams. But it is not a flex to have kids. It, it, it like if somebody like brought a baby up to my window and you know held that bitch in my window while playing fucking money bag yo in the background i don't feel jealous you know what i'm saying like you can have that you still gotta take that little nigga home and wipe his ass when shits okay and mm -hmm. not to say there's anything wrong with that but like i don't know how people could try to impose that on somebody or that make it seem like as if the point of life is to have children because it's not for a lot of people and that's okay you know yeah, basically, uh, Twitter is falling victim to uh, opinion A, um, the opinion B shouts back, and there's no no uh, knowledge either gained from arguing about either side because either side is going to feel like they're correct, um, and I, I can understand both sides. Yeah, um, having kids is cool. Like I, I definitely want to have kids, and I think it's going to be awesome to have a kid to bring life to this world and all everything that comes with that. But if you don't want to have kids, that's tremendously fine too. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I mean when I say having kids is not a flex. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a wonderful, joyous experience. What I'm saying is it's not, you know, having kids is not having a 4PF chain. It's not having a Maybach. And I literally saw probably 10 to 12 tweets of people saying shit like, I love flexing with my kids. And, you know, it's just like, hmm. Well, did you have the kids for the right reasons? You know what I'm saying? Did you have the kids because you wanted to love and provide for a child or because you wanted to play dress up for the child and then drop it off, drop him or her off at, or they, off at their grandmother's house when you want to go to the club? 
So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I missed this one. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it's been over a month since we had a pod. You are getting opinionated hot take boogie. I say, um, I say, yeah, Austin hates babies, uh, hates black love. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let, let's, we'll see what the rest, we'll see what the rest of the podcast uh, Yeah, let, let's create a checklist. The thing is, I love babies. I just, I'm not my own. I love giving my nephew back at the end of the day. It, you it, down with ODB? OPB on the people, I love giving my nephew back at the end of the day. It's like, you know, after you have a, a, a fun day with the child, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of, you know, coming home and then kicking off your shoes and pouring up some crown. Taking my nephew and dropping him off at my brother's house is incredible, okay? And I want to keep that feeling going as long as I can until hopefully one day, yeah, I do have some kids. And for the people who out there are doing it the right way, loving and raising their kids, absolutely power to y'all um got a lot of friends obviously and a lot of family with kids um and they are beautiful people with beautiful children however your kids are not a prop okay your kids are not blake griffin's kia okay um make make sure that you giving these kids the love and the respect and the time and that they deserve and not just using them as a talking point on social media to try to make you look like a better person because you decided not to go to the abortion clinic, it does not make you better than the person that did. Yeah, it comes down to, to basically make a decision that works for you, um, and, and try not to argue on Twitter. Uh, I know Twitter's a place for collective collective thoughts, and everybody get their shit off. Don't use it to argue, because one, you sound stupid. Two, you're never going to change anybody's mind. I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's been a single person who's ever logged <laughs> on to Twitter. Is that right? You know, just you know what, you, you know what, um, um, dog Abby four five one six two. Um, you know, I think they're right. You know, I think we are the problem in America. I I, I have yet to see that happen. So stop arguing on Twitter. Uh, you're not gonna change somebody's mind. And uh, mind your own business and do what's good for yes. you. And um, root against Tyler Hero because this nigga's out of control uh, right now. I do not like this. Oh man, and he got Katia. You know. For now, <laughs> um, I can't wait till one of these chatty patty hoes tell on him. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of entertainment, at, you know, at the end of the day, Twitter can be used for actual discourse, but 97% of it is jokes. Tweets are greater than facts, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. on the entertainment side, um, we have not, uh, it's really since our year end wrap up way back in Dece- the end of December. Um, we haven't talked a lot about television. Uh, a lot of TV shows have been on hold uh, because of the pandemic. Uh, Atlanta, one day, <laughs> one day, uh, you'll be back. Um, but TV, um, why, lately, um, in the last month or so, uh, we've had a couple of um, really, really, really dope shows um, come through and kind of, kind of recenter you know, our attention on television, um, the medium that tends to get lost a lot these days. Um, so first and foremost, we got a few shows to get through. Um, Wes, uh, I would like for you to discuss that in my cricket letter, cricket letter, um, P Valley, as I have never seen an episode. Man, P Valley is, is something special. I've seen, um, it debuted, I think 
back and I don't even know what month we are in right now. But I was down in Virginia with the fam and I seen the first episode not knowing anything about the show. And I was like, oh, this shit's fucking wild. Um, if you're not familiar, it's about uh, strippers, um, stripper culture in the uh, fictional Chuckalisa, Mississippi. Um, so you can see kind of the life of a couple strippers. Uh, the owner of the strip club, who was a, uh, I guess, non-binary uh, strip club owner. Um, he lives an interesting life. You can see kind of the, the some of the workings of the town, some of the few individuals who are coming in town for nefarious reasons and people who are around the city. Um, and it's really good. It's uh, all stars, eight episodes, quick watch. Um, I enjoy it a lot. And everybody I, I see talking about on Twitter seems to enjoy it a lot. Um, you get to see kind of non-traditional relationships in it. Um, you get your corny uh, forced uh, hip-hop lines. Um, you get some actually good, decent music behind it. It's a tremendous show. If you have stars, if you have access to stars, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and I'm waiting on my toes for uh, season two. Now, let off. me... Uh... Let me let me put this out there. So, are you um are you a Trump supporter? Um, I haven't made my final decision yet, but um. So, we'll so see. are you comfortable supporting a show that prominently features a, a proud MAGA member? Depends. I mean, I, I don't know how acting uh, depends on how how good they can act. Depends on how good they can act. So, you are willing to sell your soul for sixty minutes of uh, entertainment and ass shaking? Okay, all right. Um, I I I see. Who supports who's the Trump? Isaiah Washington. Oh, he plays a great role. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. If you acting like that, hell yeah. Uh, Um, yeah. All right. I I see. I see that coon chip has been activated. The coon chip. They activated my goddamn coon chip. (laughs) Um, but nah, P Valley. I've heard some tremendous things about. Um, I. Definitely, um, if I can convince my dad to get stars, I will use his login to watch it, um, as I do to watch everything else. Shout out to you, Pops. What's up? What's up, Dad? Um, Big Mo, what's up? Uh, no, nah, just find on the internet, man. You can find anything on the internet. Go on Reddit. Um, but um, so that's that's one of the ones that's um that's definitely shaking the table. I may destroy you. Uh, on HBO is another one um that's, that's getting a lot of love and a lot of praise. Um, which I have not watched yet, but please go ahead and check it out if you get the chance. Um, another one on HBO um, that Wes has not seen that uh, I got to mm-hmm. take a couple minutes on. Man, oh man, Lovecraft Country. Um, you talk about something coming along at the perfect time, you know, given what's going on um, in the country. Something that, you know, is not only obviously entertaining and enthralling, but also provides a wonderful historical narrative. Um, Jordan Peele has not missed, um, and I don't expect him to at any point in time. Um, executive produced, directed by Jordan Peele, uh, starring Jonathan Majors and uh, Journey Smollett. Smollett. <clears throat> Smollett. I mixed them together. Um, definitely ain't Jussie, I'll tell you that. Um uh also stars um the one and only Courtney B. Vance um and Michael K. Williams. Um a tremendous show, man. It is part historical narrative, historical drama, you know, takes place back in the 50s and you know, um well throughout the country, but in, in the Midwest and into the South. Um 
it is part um, uh, sci-fi, like mystic Harry Potter-ass shit, and part horror. And the way they intertwine, you know, real-life stories and real-life accounts, um, you know, Emmett Till's in an episode, you know, um, just, just things of that nature. Um, the way they kind of bring that all together and tie it into a fictional but kind of real based off of, you know, some of the elements, narrative, is absolutely incredible. Um, it is it, cliffhangers, have you on the edge of your seat. Um, Jonathan Majors is the next A-list black actor in Hollywood. Um, he's actually set to star as one of the big uh, Marvel villains in the next phase. Um, so continue to look out for him. Uh, Journey Smollett with an Emmy-worthy performance. Um and she will definitely be getting a lot of consideration next year. Um, if you are black and you are interested in any of those three things, if basically if you want to watch a black version of American Horror Story, um, you know, with some, with some historical context sprinkled in, please take the time, sit down. I think we like six episodes in, they all an hour long. Um, sit down, start watching that shit, and you will not look back. Yeah, no, I've definitely uh, saw it when the previews came. As I saw something I definitely want to watch. Um, but I do like to binge, so I, I, I'm trying to wait this season out. I've avoided um, all spoilers for the for the Woo! most part, but um, I did miss I did catch a little bit when I was over uh, my parents' house, and, and my pops wouldn't change the channel off it, so I had to scram <laughs> before I saw too much. Yeah, I, I just, but uh, it will get watched that, for uh, sure. Corey sent to the group chat. Well, I, I've been avoiding all the text messages from you. Oh heathens. my god, that this is bad! Wow. Okay, uh, go ahead. Oh, the teach the T-shirt. Yes. Uh, seventeen five, yeah. same code T-shirt. Yeah, niggas just gotta just take your L's in peace and quiet, man. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> more clout shit, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, those are two shows that we kind of fucking with. What else going? What else is out there that we've been um, watching with? The one that we have both seen and we can both speak on, the boys. Um, I love that shit. Boys, wild that show, I love man. that shit, man. That's- the boys, the boys is a wild ass. So show. we talked about, um, we talked about, um, the boys a little bit last season, as or last season on one of our previous pods, as it's a deconstruction of a classic superhero show. Like the 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 heroes, the superheroes are really kind of like the villains. Um, they are presented as real people with real fucking problems and real fucking psychopaths. They just happen to have superpowers. They're not these virtuous, moral, you know, pillars of truth and justice the way that you normally see on most superhero shows. Same thing with a Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Completely worth the time. Got Wes's favorite Diane Guerrero on there. Um, highly, highly suggest. Naked Diane Guerrero. Highly suggest. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me go to reddit.com. <laughs> I highly suggest, um, you know, taking some time to get into that that is also one of my favorite shows of this year but um the boys man it is i think the boys satisfies it checks off so many boxes on the things that i need as a nigga we got um wanton violence unnecessary violence Mm. we have Mm. um we have strong character development we have um Mm. elizabeth shoe um we have uh fucking neo Nazis um that will hopefully get their asses handed to them. Uh R.I.P. to Jesus. 
Damn. <laughs> um, we ha- we have uh fucked up romances. Um, we have God. What else do we get? We get everything. Um, everything. Uh, lots of sex. Extreme. Let's see, lots of sex. Extremely uh graphic CGI. A lot of uh, killing. Violence. Yes. Um, you get, you get Laz Alonzo in stereotypical yes, T-shirts and chains. Uh, a black black ass T-shirt. <laughs> I I had it list at one point. It's like Public Enemy, uh, Doctor J, Wu Tang Clan, uh, <laughs> shit like that. Um, Starve, yeah. <laughs> That's Laz. Man, he's he's a, he's a fan of the Washington football team, like myself. Shout out to him. Well, I'm um, send that shout out. Get yeah, ready for Sunday, bitch. Um, oh yeah, that's right. We'll talk about that at some yep. point. But um, no, that's uh, it's definitely uh, dope. if you like if you're like any of the superhero movies that or any of the Marvel movies that you've seen these past couple of years, I would definitely recommend you watching this. This is a uh, like also said a completely different take on your stereotypical superhero. It's it's extremely well done. Um, you got a whole season you can get through. Never get about the. <laughs> And uh, shout out to my nigga Homelander, man. I'm, I'm a fan. Are you? Homelander's a fucking I, nut, man. As as you can tell by by my standing in group chat, I I am the, the villain of the group yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I and I as a Yankee fan, as like fan, I, I I tend to enjoy that villain role. And, and Homelander is one of the most villainiest villains yeah. I have ever seen. That nigga's yes, wild. Yes, he is. Um, we you have um. You have a um a, a, a neo Nazi who presents herself as a white liberal feminist, which I think is a wonderful uh social commentary for today's America. Um, on one end, she is this she she is a, a, a complete feminist who stands up for all women's rights except for black women because she hates black people. So that um that that uh inter- intersectionality between uh white feminism and and white racism. Um, meets right in the fucking middle um, with that character, and I, I love her characterization. You have um, Psycho Superman, Homelander. You have uh, Psycho Superman Junior, Black Noir. You have The Deep, who is funny as shit. Um, Deep is a great um, Funny as hell. Problematic. Yes, great uh, Queen Maeve, who I, I, I can't stand her. She's annoying. Um... I, I, I'm indifferent. Like it would be the same show with or yeah. without her. And um, who else am I missing? Oh, and uh, 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 Star Starlight, uh, the, the Scarlet Quickster, the Quickster. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, the Scarlet Quickster. What uh, the fuck are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my gay train. Uh, what's his rough? Uh, 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 the nigga from the LeBron show. Is, uh, yeah. uh, is who he is. And Shaft, which I actually just watched over the weekend. He was. That was a good ass movie. Like the the new yeah, chef? that movie had no business being that good. I'll never. Oh know. come on. Um. So so you you Go ahead. I love Samuel Jackson. You know I'm not not really a movie guy. A movie has to do everything for me. A movie's got essentially got to play itself for me to for me to watch it. Because you know I'm really just watching SVU over and over yeah. again. And now I'm watching rewatching Nathan for you. Huh. So <laughs> nothing's going. Uh, <laughs> movie's got to catch we, it. Uh, but um, you just rewatching The Wire, which I'm also rewatching, which we will bring to you in a podcast capacity soon. Also rewatching Eastbound and Down because let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. Uh, 
Nah, eastbound down straight. Tyler Hero has to chill out. He's got thirty three in the fourth. Yeah. Wow. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm no, I'm never gonna get her. <laughs> um so those are just um and so the boys, which is on Amazon Prime, yeah, you kinda gotta go look for that one. Um mm-hmm. highly it's well worth well yeah, worth the highly, highly, highly recommend. Um it is it is one of the best things out. I just got done watching Cobra Kai. If you like the karate kid in any way, shape, or form, this is a great show. Um also something you can watch with the family too. Um a lot of good shit going on, a lot of good shit going on, which we need because Ah, it's a goddamn pandemic, and we still sitting at home. Remember two weeks? See. Remember working at home from home for two weeks, bro? Man, yeah, content is uh is king right now. Uh, really? With us, everything awesome. It's got a lot of good content. Hopefully, it keeps coming for real, for real. Um, yeah. Um, I seen you seen the trailer for Wandavision? No, I didn't see there was a trailer, but I didn't um, they that show is either gonna be amazing or it's gonna be terrible. Um. I say I think I figured it was gonna get watched anyway. I ain't really been on Disney Plus in a while. Disney Plus. That's that's what's about to get the goddamn axe. Yeah, it was all all the rage. It was. Uh, until you watched until you watched Endgame twice. I rewatched Smart Guy. <laughs> I watched a couple of Nat Geo docs and uh that shit ain't been opened up yeah, since. Yeah, that was it. Um this thing has thirty three on thirteen to twenty shooting. Um I wish that nigga shot like that in my, yeah. my career. She she courtside too. I know she courtside. I don't know. I know she. I just know in my in my heart of hearts. I know she's sitting right there laughing, giggling with her mask on. Uh, I'm a thrill. Uh, also, uh, for the documentary lovers, there's a wonderful documentary on Netflix. I think it dropped last week on capitalism. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it is all it is very very good and show capitalism. Huh? I've heard. Um, I saw. I've heard good things about the social dilemma mm-hmm. on Netflix as well. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but that that's something I heard about that I'll probably get to in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um. So. We ain't got too much more shit to talk about. Um, so, you know, before we roll, um, oh, oh, shit, almost skipped this. So, um, talking about representation a lot. Um, the representation on uh, Lovecraft Country, on obviously on I May Destroy You, and a lot of the other great shows, um, you know, that have dropped this year has, um, has been a, done a tremendous service to us and our people. Um, representation is key right now. Um, fuck you, Wells Fargo CEO. Um, so much so that Rolling Stone, who um, released um, a list of the 500 greatest albums of all time back in 2003 and then redid the list in 2012, has completely redone the list again, and they made sure to show love to the niggas this time. Um, so, Wes, I don't know if you've seen any of Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time. Um, take a guess. What's number one? If I had to guess, the number one. This is albums yes. all time. Uh, number one album of all time, probably Dreams and Nightmares. And I was gonna say Coke Boys Three, which is technically a mixtape. It's mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> uh, believe me, I was gonna say CM Seven, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> bro, CM Seven is but, so fucking good, bro. I just looked at that incredible. last week. Incredible, but uh, if I had to guess for it, it would probably be Marvin Gaye, what's going on? That was just a seminal, seminal album. Are, are you sure you didn't see this list? <laughs> God, I okay, okay. List. All right, I'm about, to, I'm about to say, I'll be like, man, I'm like, best guessing no Marvin Gaye off the rip. No, Marvin Gaye didn't, didn't put out reasonable doubt, of course, he's of course, he should be number one. Um, Marvin Gaye, what's going on is number one. Um, which I when I first opened up this list and even looked at the top 10, I was shocked. Um, I think 
it's definitely some pandering going on. This would not happen mm-hmm. last year. I, I, I will surely tell you that, but I'm definitely not mad because we got two niggas ahead of the Beatles. Um, mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, gotcha, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? It's the number one album. Uh, Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life, not to be confused with uh, Alicia Keys, Songs in a Minor. Um, it's not- I don't think that will ever be confused. <laughs> I was listening to Songs of the Key Life earlier. I was going through the list peaking. I was listening to Songs of the Key Life earlier. That shit's bad. Uh, and that is uh, Rifle Spot at number four. The Beatles, Abbey Road, number five. Fine. I don't take it away from Nirvana. Never mind. Boy, oh boy. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Whiteys, but man, oh man, Nirvana. Was oh boy. Um, I know, but all I know is Smell Like Teen Spirit's a fucking sliggity slap. Um, yes. I, I, in my opinion, it is one of the it the I think it's the greatest non-black song of all time. I've, I've said it. I've said it quite a few times. Um, That's not true. Yeah, but, uh, it, it absolutely is. Uh, we also had uh, Prince um, and the Revolution, Purple Rain in the top ten, completely um, deserved. The first thing that really shocked me to kind of knock my socks off, the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill was in the top ten. Yeah, that's uh one of the greatest rap albums of all time, but to see it number 10 on this yeah. list is uh, it's a little like, hmm. Okay. Now, 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 when you compare that to the album that it came two spots in front of, how do you feel about the mm-hmm. Lauren Hill being two spots ahead of Thriller? Let's see, I got the, I'm looking kind of at the, the top ish numbers now, and, and Thriller is absolutely better than this education, Lauren Hill. No disrespect to Lauren, Lauren did her thing. That's probably the greatest rap album from a female rapper we've had ever. But Thriller is Thriller, my nigga. It is. Um, and I think and Thriller might not even be best Michael Jackson. Maybe not. But it is absolutely disrespectful to have Purple Rain ahead of Thriller. I'm sorry. I don't I, and I love Prince, but no. We not. See, I'm not I'm, I was never a Prince guy, so I'm always Mike over Prince. Big things for Prince. Um, rest of the top 20, uh my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy uh basically cementing its spot um as the greatest rap album of all time, which I have said um, I think it's the greatest hip hop album ever, and it takes that spot at number seventeen. Um, well deserved um, for Mr. West. Then they threw Kendrick in there, and they didn't just throw Kendrick in there. It was to pimp a butterfly. I know you're not a Kendrick fan. I know that. I understand that. You want, you want to be real, real, real uh, transparent here? Yeah. Haven't listened to. The entirety of To Pimp Butterfly. Wow. You just wait to turn your back on your people. That's the second time today. What's mm-hmm. what, what strike three going to be? Wait till we get to uh, my light skin power rings when I rank uh, everybody oh, last. Boy. Um, I, you know, and To Pimp Butterfly is a tremendous <laughs> album. I think it's a great album. It is, it is for sure not the second best hip hop album of all time. Absolutely not. It's not even Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar's best album. So, hell no. Um, I ain't fucking with that. Uh, we got Big was also in the top 25, uh, Ready to Die, number 22. Um, the Beatles, which we don't fuck with, but uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Acid Trip, um, was a hell of an album. Um, we got Jimi Hendrix coming in, top 30. Okay, here's another one. We got Lemonade at number 32. I think you can make the... Um, you can make them the the statement that Lemonade is not Beyonce's first or second best album. Uh, 
That's fair. Yeah, I can get behind that. It's uh, our most popular, most paradigm-shifting, culturalized, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I I can... uh, yeah, I can say that that's not my favorite word. And, and as we go through this list, you know, it, it some of the other shit on this list, you know, we got um we got the Chronic at 37, um, off the wall at 36, Illmatic, Illmatic at 43, and the blueprint at 50. Oh boy. Oh boy. You know, Would you like to speak on that um, really quickly? Um Jay Z showed him his first tech on Tour's Life Professor. He did. I don't. I don't understand how his album can be ranked higher than that. When that irrespeable fact, he paid Searchlight Publishing. There's no reason Illmatic should be higher than than reasonable or than Blueprint. That's ridiculous. Just because you don't understand doesn't mean he's nice. Man, listen. Why is Nas on any uh, Why is Nas on any <laughs> list? Go delete delete King's Disease from your from your, from your library. Um. I- that's a you know as as whole stands one and one one a and one b that's something that we do not agree with um we got uh outcast equimini at number 49 um i i agree with that one um sure but um i don't know as you go through the list it's it's as we see it's not just about the music it's also about the cultural impact um i didn't i didn't notice one yeah. thing i didn't notice trick is trick is on here would take care of 95 95 mm-hmm. um, that's so- yeah. That's the higher I thought he did. It's a little, it's a little yeah. high. I did not see Daytona. Did did you, I must I may have skipped it. I, I didn't check down the floor. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, was, oh, oh, was it was it was yeah, it on there? It was, it was number uh this uh yeah, just uh, you know you, I just I just I assume I must have missed it. It must have been my mistake. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's all right, G's fuck up, bro. Yeah, no, um put it on there. Um okay. uh right. we got a um sure. It's actually not Daytona though. Um, interestingly enough, it's a uh, Reup Gang Volume One. Um, That's probably see. Now I got to do the now I got to do the control find all over again. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So you know, um, we had to get the best of the best Pusha T. You know, not just uh, Daytona. Mm-hmm. You know, um, interesting. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, trick 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 two push one. <laughs> Uh, we did it, baby. Yeah, I um I wonder if uh you know uh, Neptune's presents the clones maybe somewhere on there too. I hope so. Um Chief Key finally rich should be somewhere on his list. Um you want to talk about albums. Uh fucking no, nah, honestly, um <laughs> all seriousness. Uh I think Fetty Wap's first album is top 300. <laughs> um I would have to disagree. I I don't think you or Rolling Stone <laughs> truly understands what Fetty Wap did uh, on his first yeah, album. Baby. Um, now I think what I think what hurts Fetty Wap so much is the same thing that hurts Fetty Wap in life, um, and that is it just came and went. It wasn't that it wasn't a great album, but it's not something that people outside of this group chat revisit a lot. You know, it's not something that is talked about a lot, to be honest. And for some reason, and I still don't know why, that Fetty Wap album was one of the hottest projects we have ever seen, you know, for the time period that it was out. But after that, um, that the the calendar turned from 2015 to 2016, he was done. And we, we I think we've discussed this, you know, at nauseum on this pod, but that him kind of just falling off the map kind of hurt the 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 impact and the cultural value of that album 
Um, while I think that it is without a doubt one of the best hip hop albums of the 2010s, um, for for sure the 2010s, you could even extend it to the 2000s. It just he just died. It just died, and I and I still don't know why. I can't pinpoint it. Listen, I'm telling you yeah. that Fetty Wap's debut album, Fetty Wap, is a top 300 album of okay. all time, regardless of what happened okay. after that. When was, when was the last time you played uh, uh, Abbey Road? Uh, mm-hmm. That's a whole ass never. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard you, you haven't hit the group chat talking about the Wu-Tang uh, album in quite some time. In 36 Chambers? That album's amazing. Is it better? Does it have a trap queen on it? No. But it might have a trap. It might cream might be the trap queen, but does it have a six seven nine? No. Bro. Does it have a does it my way with Monty and Ordre? Come on, come on. Come um, on. Come on. Bro, I'm looking I'm I, looking at real quick. I'm looking at um the original Rolling Stone top fifty albums list from two thousand three, top five hundred albums. Bro, mm-hmm. in the top fifteen, there are one, two, three. Four, five Beatles albums. Why people love the Beatles? Two Bob Dylan albums, an Elvis album. Why people love Bob Dylan? And and then Jimi Hendrix and Marvin Gaye. All those artists you name, none of them have again a song as good as again. (laughs) None of them are allowed on RGF. I can do this all day. Marvin Gaye and Jimi Hendrix have agains, okay? Marvin's got an again. I don't know if I, Jimmy's got a got a got a I'm straight. Nigga, have you never heard Voodoo Child in your life? Is that shit better than Rewind? <laughs> Featuring Monty? <laughs> Probably not, nigga. All right, man. Enough of you. Um, so if you can tell the Fetty check. Yes. Um, so uh back on payroll. Um, so yeah, just perusing uh the 500 greatest albums of all time. Pretty soon. We probably gonna have to do the Beware the Ills top fifty albums of all time. That will be an interesting list. I'm actually gonna make a note. Hopefully, this note won't get erased. Um, I'll check to so the top seventeen. Fifty is a lot. I don't know if my attention can hold fifty albums. <laughs> um, but yes, we need to we do need to compile our yeah, list. Yeah, so we gonna get into that. But um, yeah, so uh, just a little sum on the music side. Um, you know, shout out to. All of the black artists included on that list. Um, just happy that, you know, some of newer artists, you know, people like Drake and, and everything can get the acknowledgement that they deserve, um, you know, for mm-hmm. their, good, their influence on the culture. So um, we're going to end it real quick. Um, we kind of just going to roll all the sports shit into one. Um, the NFL, um, in three words, describe how the NFL season has gone so far. Uh Pretty good. Pretty Maybe. good. Um, that's three, three of them. Um, pretty good as far as uh, I think. I don't think I haven't seen really any positive tests come through mm-hmm. for uh, any players or, or team officials, which is good. That should be the number one priority. Um, games. I know games have been postponed or canceled so far, which is fine. Just good. Um, my team is it's not the worst team in football, which is good. But they about to get um, that ass whooped. Is um, if you guys don't know, the the Washington football team is taking on the Cleveland yes. Browns uh, on Sunday. Yes. Um, but is Baker still your quarterback? Um, 
Is Daniel Snyder still your owner? Uh, one of them's been to play on. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's cool. Um, I, I was about to say both of us are missing a logo, so um, we have numbers. Y'all just got Odell's <laughs> chest on your helmets. We uh, oh, oh, what you call him? Uh, <laughs> Odell and Juice Paramore. Niggas on the side, on the sideline, looking like uh, uh, the the day. Not, not more, for the time, more rather. Time. <laughs> more than time, yeah. Um, it was like Shalimar on the side. Oh, man. Oh. That, that motherfucking Mickey Free. <laughs> Mickey Free. Talking, but, you um, seen that new motherfucking Shalimar? He fought the shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, R.I.P. Shalimar. Yeah, He's one of the funniest niggas in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah R.I.P. Yeah. Gale Sayers as well. Yes, R.P. Gale Sayers, you know what I'm saying? The original highlight film. But um, so how do you feel the season? Um, I mean, it's going great if you discount the fact of the fact that half the league has lost their limbs. I mean, I mean, that's, that's football. You know what I'm right? saying? When you don't have, we don't have, we don't have a preseason, you've got a truncated training camp. What can you expect? I mean, week, uh, week two in the NFL was the wildest injury week that we've probably ever seen in the history of sports. Um, in our sport, as far as, as far as stars yeah. and players, um, uh, Nick Bosa went down first. Oh, oh right. Uh, you know that's 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 so sad. I hope that um, you know, the rehab facility in, that he stays on has a uh, has lemonade on constant loop. Um, no, I just, I just think this is terrible. This nigga's gonna be just sitting, uh, grinding to get back. <laughs> Can you imagine that first game when he's back? Stop, bro. This nigga's got to go against. Man, what if he had to play like Russell Wilson Monday oh, night? Jesus Christ. Um, Actually, no. It would have to be Lamar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he... Lamar, the blackest nigga in the, in the he, world. He really is, though. It's amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Lamar Jackson. Shout out to him for, for, for succeeding as himself um, in the role he is. both favorites for sure, um, as of right now. But, um,. As the, so he was not Super Bowl favorite, Corey's Eagles. Um, there's only there's yeah. only one team in that group chat that's winless, and it's not, not either of us. So mm-hmm. you hate, you to, hate it. to see it. Oh, oh, oh well. Um, um yeah, speaking of us, so NFL's going going good. Speaking of other other things that aren't going good, what about your Clippers? Excuse me, say what? I said. Speaking of other things that aren't going good, what about your favorite team, the Los Angeles Clippers? Um, it's actually going pretty well. Um, I just lined up my mustache, um, you know, right before we got on the pod. So I think the Clippers are doing good. Ah, I see the confusion. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'll break okay. it down. What is oh, going oh, oh, on oh, oh, with oh, your I'm, Los I'm Angeles Clippers? No, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, the former, the Indians' former um, AAA affiliate, the Columbus Clippers, so the Columbus Clippers. They, ah. they did. I think they're your affiliate now, actually. So, like, we, we um, the, the season got canceled, bro. Didn't you know? I, I see. I'm only on screen. The screen will very uh, real, real fighters, whatever we're called. Um, but again, I think you're confusing the the term Clippers, and um, I'm going to say it has nothing to do with ships. Um, we can cross that that little excuse <laughs> off. Your Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, I was told by Apple Care. Yes. That they were the team to beat. 
uh, Apple Care and Mall told me they were the <laughs> the team. Well, that's where we uh, fucked up. Um, I, you know, I remember our previous pod. I picked the Clippers and the Bucks to go to the NBA Finals, and neither of them made the conference finals. Um, uh, we're gonna miss by more. Oh. Um, I, I, I definitely got too safe with my picks. I because I I've talked about literally throughout the season. Um, how much I liked the Miami Heat and how I thought that they had a good chance to beat the Bucks and get to the finals. But when it came down to making mm-hmm. my pick, I froze up and I went safe. I should have picked Miami because my heart said Miami, but I was trying to be smart. Unfortunately, uh, Oiko's Oster Tag, um, or, 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 or what I call him, Taziki, Taziki Tyrus Thomas. Um, um, yeah, he, he shit the bed, and it showed that you know it basically showed what we knew. The Bucks aren't are not a good team, and we kind of said it all season. We was just like they kind of gonna get there by default, but they have. I will argue that the Bucks had like the worst team of any number one seed in recent memory in the Eastern Conference. Mm. Name name a, name a one seed with a worst team. I don't know about it, it, it that. Because the I Cavs mean, and it wasn't even the Hawks. The Hawks were, weren't really great one seed. They still had, but, um, you know, Prime, Corver, Horford, and all of them niggas. They have yeah, they, they, oh, they have yeah. four All Stars on that team. Millsap and who was the fourth nigga? Jeff T. Yes, four All Stars and four All Stars. Yeah, Jeff T. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, no, I think because we've seen like they they ran through the regular season. Uh, what what is the regular season? The likes, listen, the likes of what we've never seen, like, not never seen, but the, they they were clearly the best team in basketball through the regular season before the break. And that's from a nigga whose team is number one in the West and who had to see them niggas twice. They were the shit. So the break really hurt them. Uh, and there's the the Giannis's inability to make jump shots and his supporting cast. His inability to kind of step up when need be. You it hurt him. I'm familiar. Okay. I've heard of him in before. the uh, LeBron era of the Eastern Conference. So going all the way back to anything post like um, Rashard Lewis Magic and Boston Celtics. So the, of the 2010s, mm-hmm. how many times have we seen? an East team, whether it's a one seed or two seed, steamroll a regular season and then get into the playoffs and prove that they absolutely did not belong to be there, did not belong being there. How many times? Mm. Waiting. Uh, the Heat was just a perfect matchup, to be honest. It's... Because who did who the, the Heat play round one? Don't remember. The Pacers? Sure. Yeah, the Pacers. So if Pacers won, are the, are the Bucks still playing? Maybe not. Don't don't, don't maybe do that not. Part. Don't Vic Vic Oladipo's got one leg. Mm-hmm. Brogdon wasn't as efficient as he needed to be. TJ Warren look, still they, got still got breaks. Indiana Proud Boys, the uh, the the, uh, the Eastern Conference <laughs> my league champion. Okay. That's the fact they are a proud franchise <laughs> of proud boys. But no, the Bucks, the Heat was honestly the, the perfect matchup for the Bucks. I, I don't um, even think they were, to be completely honest. Yeah. I don't think they were. I think that 
the Heat, the, the Bucks lost to a better team. Like, the Heat are, first of all, it's also time to give Eric Spolster his flowers because niggas have been saying for 10 years that he only won because of Brown and Wade. Eric Spolster's a good coach, okay? Get, Great coach. He's top give Spolster five. his flowers. Pat Riley, the God, been putting teams together and screaming Mulian for 40 years now. Um, he's incredible. He's one of the best. My, and even as so, I think what makes Pat Riley so great is his adaptability. He is an old head, old guard, non-analytics, NBA executive, general manager, whatever, but he's still able to adapt to the current game and still put great teams together. That lets you know he's still doing his homework, even at damn near 80 years old. Um, so shout out to him. Yeah. Now, the Heat are a really good team, and they're about to be on their way to the finals, and they deserve it. However, the Bucks were vulnerable. The Bucks were always vulnerable. Um, they are a team that was never that was constructed. They were constructed to win in a regular season. In a regular season, all you need is an MVP and a few shooters, and you can handle your business. They were a team whose defense was suspect as fuck against quality opponents. They were a team that did not have a lot of go-to guys outside of Giannis that can get a bucket when you needed it, and that got exposed in the playoffs. They got exposed. I think they honestly could have lost to Indiana, and I'm not even joking. That's just not true. But I get what you're saying. So, um, um, yeah, oh, in case you were wondering, uh, Steven Stamkos um, scored a game-winning goal for the Lightning to win game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. You act like I don't know about Steven Stamkos and Vincent LaCavillera. Oh, I can't believe Stamkos Come still on. playing. Yeah, man, he was. Uh, I was getting buckets with him back in college against Phil on the on the, man, on the sticks. It was uh, yeah, it was Vincent Lecavier, Stephen Stamkos. They had another nigga. Uh, Their goalie was fire back then uh, too. I can't remember. Oh, his name. nigga, um, was it uh Martin St. Louis, the guy? Martin St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, St. Yep. Louis, man. Shout out to the Lightning, two thousand four Stanley Cup champions. Um, yeah, nah, bro. Um. So I I think they were vulnerable, and as we've seen with so many teams from the Raptors to the Hawks to uh, the D Roseless Bulls to all these one seeds that just were not, they, they weren't ready they, and they weren't built, you know, to be anything other than a team that could occasionally knock down an open jump shot. But anytime that their star player, their MVP was taken out of it, that was it for them. And once you get down to, you know, the second round of the playoffs, it takes more than just an MVP caliber performance from one player to get you through to the next round. So shout out to the Heat, um, who are now up 3-1 on Boston. Yep. Um, they will be on their way to the NBA Finals really soon to play the Denver Nuggets. <clears throat> Probably. <laughs> if, I, if my boys don't pull the shit together, stop uh, waiting to eight minutes left in the game to start playing good. Um, I So I'm not mad about my Bucks pick. I am mad about the Clippers pick because I did not believe in my baby Nugs. Um. I thought that they were a year away. I really did. And Bubble Jamal Murray is not the Jamal Murray that we saw during the regular season. Shit, Bubble Michael Porter is not the Michael Porter that we saw during the regular season. Um, These young bulls have turned it up um, another notch. Again, I thought that they were a year away from really competing for a conference title, but they have shown as much heart 
I think is any young team in a in a you know a crucial playoff situation that we've seen in a long time. Um, they have the talent to push this Lakers series deep. I don't I don't know that that they will. They probably won't, but they have the talent to do it. And I wouldn't be shocked if this was a series that went, you know, six or maybe even seven games if AD decides he wants no rebounds again. So, um, how does AD get no rebounds? Uh, one, they weren't missing a lot of shots. <sighs> Jeremy Grant and, and, and uh, Monte Morris decided, you know what? We missed a bunch of shots game one and oh, two. You mean, uh, you I mean, Jokic just boo Monte Morris? Oh, he loves that man. <laughs> that was wild. That was the wildest shit I ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's up there for, for, for NBA shit I've seen. <laughs> The, 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 the sheer happiness he had, but um, yeah. So it's uh, they got the uh, they definitely got they were some shock people this year. Um, last year they had two seven game series. Um, they could have been in the West Conference Finals of the game. The ball bounces a couple different ways last year. Um, but similarly they were facing up against Clippers, who was the pretty the I guess the the, the majority pick to to win the championship this year. Um, and they showed a ton of heart, and, and uh, Jokic has elevated himself. God, that nigga. Uh, Murray I mean, elevated got, himself. Dude, yeah. Jokic got the second greatest sky hook ever? At this point? I, don't know about, I don't know about that, but he's a uh, uh, sombor shot. I didn't say hook shot. I said sky hook. Yeah. Not, even then, it's a little early, you know what I'm saying? But if you want to talk about that, the sombor <laughs> shuffle, he's got that on lock. The little uh, dribble with the, the – Double tap real quick and then fade away off the yeah, right. Yeah, man, that that's elite. But um, oh, real quick, shot shot to them tribes. Um, we are back tied with the Yankees again. Um, thirty two and twenty four. Um, we also have good. Um, the MVP of baseball, Shane Bieber. You guys don't have an MVP of baseball. Sorry, Luke Voigt. Uh, we have an MVP of baseball. Is he gonna get it? No, it's fine. It's the Yankee bias. <laughs> Y'all got a little Justin Justin Bieber cousin. <laughs> Want to fucking go ahead and throw a little couple pitches? Ooh, ooh, um, but, ah. uh, <laughs> ooh wow! I straight people out. Uh, uh, as long as uh, Chief Wahoo's still rocking on oh, you guys, uh, nothing good will come. But um, well, yeah. So honestly, what the, I think this is more referendum on the Clippers than it is the it Nuggets. Is. Um, they were constructed with with as much star power and depth as any team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I thought I thought they, their depth was going to be unmatched, honestly, especially after adding yeah. Morris and Reggie Jackson. It was just there was no team that can go out there because what depth does is it allows you to go out there and be 10 deep and you can run yourself into the ground because you got two, three guys off the bench that can come in and pick it up, you know, while while, while you take your rest. And most playoff teams, even the Lakers included, don't, ha- don't have that type of depth, which should have been enough they should have got to the conference finals off depth alone and, and the star power of why a playoff P. However, uh, however, listen, you want to get real spicy. Um, the, the, from what we saw from the Clippers in their collapse in the first round or in the second round, I'm thinking if Chris Porzingis doesn't get hurt, yeah, the way that Dallas played in the first round, this shit could have got very As I agree. I'm with you. They they look like shit in that in that Dallas series, and they got a lot of favorable calls um, with and without Porzingis. Um, we to the point where you know niggas was getting worried, but 
basketball in a different way than baseball or especially not football that's you know uh one game and advance to the next round the previous rounds don't usually matter in basketball we have watched the boston celtics win an nba championship after going to seven games with josh childress and the hawks in round one it made no difference you know what i'm saying like basketball Mm -hmm. you can have a bad series um the Cavs against indiana um lebron's last year in cleveland we almost lost for absolutely no reason um but mm-hmm. like it's you kind of just shake it off you move on to the next series and in basketball nine times out of ten the you know the better talent the bigger superstars and the better team ends up winning um and the clippers were just a team that was never ready for this um they had the highest of expectations they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated NBA preview, and I got to put the Clippers' performance this year up with the greatest choke jobs in recent sports memory. I think they up there with uh, the, the the Super Team Eagles. Um, I think they're up there with the so the Dream Team. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, part. the Dream Team Eagles. Um, they're up there with um, the um, the KG Nets. Um, they are up there with. Um, Shit, um, that's the only two I can think of off the top of my head. But I see even the KG Nets, we, we knew what it was. Yes, we did. Them niggas, them niggas old um, as hell. But yeah, um, I, you know, based off of what they gave up to to get uh, pandemic P, um, you know, it it, it just they don't have first round pick until twenty uh, twenty eight, twenty seven. Um, and what makes it really bad for them is they have two a superstar and a guy who honestly. Is, is gonna have to get demoted a tier, uh, Paul George, um, for an absolute one of the worst, one of the worst playoff performances across two series by a quote unquote superstar that we, that we've seen. He had a maybe a good game, however, I, I believe he shot in the low 30s for the whole playoffs. Well, beep, boop, boop, boop. Let me go ahead and pull up the deets real um, quick. But, um, yeah, for a guy who was coming off. Was it last year he finished third the yes. MVP? And yeah, yeah, coming off a third I, I, third I, place I MVP. That. I think Paul George. I don't know. I think Paul George average. proved himself as somebody who takes advantage of being in small markets. He goes into a small market, he wilds them, he feigns fake ass loyalty, he uh he 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 bends the knee, pretends like he loves that city more than anything else in the world. He plays good basketball, you know, in a small pond gets an extension, a big-ass extension, and then fails. Yeah, so this year he averaged – well, he, he shot 40% from the field. Uh, but his – and 33 from three, which ain't, which ain't bad at all. Average 20. Uh, his numbers don't look horrible, but when you actually watch the low, the low games that he's had, mm-hmm. uh, those, the, the lows were, were tremendously low and extremely loud. So that's kind of what what made like leaving last year. This nigga averaged twenty eight last year, twenty eight nine last year in the playoffs. But his his uh did did uh did Seth Curry call him a bitch ass nigga last year? No, you know you know I'm Duke boy a little different. You know what I'm saying? Um, wait to wait to defend your wife, Seth. Hey man, Coach K taught him well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did I did did not see Kendall Marshall calling anybody a bitch ass nigga on the NBA court recently. Um, but yeah, so the Clippers, Page, uh, Joel Berry, pardon? damn, our point guard yeah. stink in the league, and the nigga that lasted the longest was Raymond Felton. 
Light skinned it in trash. Oh, in North Carolina story. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we got fucking Danny Green. <laughs> Jesus. So we've we've had that Vince Carter talk too. Um, but nigga. Okay. One day, one day, one day, we'll let we'll let this all okay. my feel. So the the Clippers day. stink. Okay. Um, Clippers they stink. they choked. They choked away a wonderful opportunity. And worst of all for them, there is no room for them to improve. Right. So they are a team. Well, not really. Next year, Kawhi and Paul some, George, some. two niggas with bad knees, bad legs, are going to they're gonna they're they're gonna be another year older with more wear and tear mm-hmm. on their knees. They have no cap right. room. Um they, they can make some. Cause uh Trez is a free agent. They can sign and trade him and get something back. Lou is on Lou Williams the most underpaid nigga in the history of, of athletics. But they're stuck um, with Pat Bev. Yeah, I, I can move back. I, I, uh, Pat Beth can look him. Uh, you can play him, uh, Sexton and Garland in some sort of three small man lineup for your for, for your Cavs. Just have I, the the smallest was, team the possible. The question is, after the way we saw that team fall apart, you know, L.A. of course as a city is uh, always a desirable destination. But do you think a lot of niggas gonna go sign up to play for the Clippers now? Uh, I, I don't think so. I would see, uh, depending on what they do in offseason, maybe. I don't know if I'm done doubting Kawhi. Uh, he had a terrible game seven, which was extremely unlike him. But I think he's a fucking robot for the most yes. part. Uh, nigga needs a new, he needs the uh, iOS. I think it's a 10.15.6. That's why I just did my math. He needs that update. Um, I think he'll be right back rocking. But um, they have a good front office over there. I'm sure they can make some changes. Um, but that does not diminish the disappointment uh, and chokiness that they uh, did this year. And I'm, and I'm happy to laugh. Um, I'll fully laugh once my Lakers kind of finish this mission. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to see the niggas uh, were supposed to be the favorite. Um, and then after struggling in the first round mm-hmm. and having a 3-1 lead in the second yeah. round, lost three consecutive games to uh, a nigga who – Chugs Pepsi's at halftime, and a nigga who thought it would be in his best interest to show him getting toppy to the world. Jamal Murray chugs Pepsi's at halftime. That's oh, does he? No, okay. no, he's he's a big guy. Okay, though. I, I w- w- it wouldn't surprise you. Sound more surprising than no. than I thought you would sound. It, it being um, um, Maga Porter Jr. Uh, a lot of a lot of, sh- lot of shit going on in that. It team is. It, it's a little wild. Monte Morris over in the corner. Monte Morris just fawning <laughs> over his teammates. <laughs> um, but no, um, I, I I just want this series to be good either way. If the Nuggets lose, if the Nuggets lose the rest of the series, there's absolutely no reason to hold their heads. They are going to be along with the Dallas Mavericks. Um, you know, one of the teams to, and hopefully the Pelicans next year, one of the teams to watch over the next decade. Um, so sure. so shout out to them. Um, I I would love to see a Lakers Heat final would be really fun just because. Jimmy Butler, um, we said a few times, Jimmy Butler is not a top 15 talent in the NBA. You can make the case he's not a top 20 talent. Um, it's not good. He always ends up in some shit like this. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but he nobody wants it more than him. He, he's, got, he's got Ron Harper talent, but Michael Jordan's drive. Okay. Um, and... And Jimmy Butler is somebody who is – we've seen it. We've seen so many teams talk about, oh, he's a cancer. You can't win with him. I've called him a, a dickhead 
multiple times on this pod because he is. However, we are watching a man with, you know, mid-80s 2K talent single-handedly <laughs> will his team to the NBA Finals, um, you know, amidst, um, you know, these terrible pandemic circumstances. So shout-out to him. Shout-out to Bam Adebayo. Shout-out to Tyler Hero. Um, and um, – Drogic and Big Hoover. Yeah. This whole playoff. yeah, man. Yeah, Drogic can found the founding youth. Uh, shout out to uh, not a shout out to Hendrix Cobb. Um, that guy sucks. Um, you got traded, man. All you gotta do is get started. He'll, he'll go oh, away. really okay. Mm-hmm. I well, I, I just got put in the starting lineup, so I guess that's coming soon. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get the update from uh, <laughs> from uh, whatchamacallum, uh, Michael K. Williams, Archie. No, it's all it's, it's, it's a letter, it's like one of the little endorsement oh, letters. So yeah, you've been hoping that nigga Henderson. He sucks. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Um, fuck, it. bro. Yeah, he's not good, bro. Like I, 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 like he's actually like ruining the jail of our team. Um, oh, no. he, he was nice on my squad. He? He hit all, hit all them threes. Um, but um, so about time to wrap it up. Um, let's get into. We already went through one of our other favorite topics, tales from toxic Twitter. Let's bring back another one. The light skin power rankings. Wes, you up? All right, I'm going to run through mine real quick. Uh, one honorable mention, pretty random, but I thought it deserved a shout-out. Um, Landry Fields, former New York Nick. Uh, he just got named assistant GM of the Hawks wow. at 32. Wow. I don't yeah. so, no more. Neither did I. That's why it's news to All me. All right, well, yeah, shout-out to him. So, yeah, yeah, 32, assistant GM of the Hawks. Good for him. Uh, number three, I told you he was going to be in here. He hasn't done anything really recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ramp up to certified lover boy, I'm here for it. We got the first single, uh, and I'm just sitting on my toes in anticipation of what what, what my creative genius has to come with next. And that's Drake. Laugh now, number three is a, it's it is a catchy song. Like, yeah, you said it was trash, it, it, but uh, it, it would stay around. And you're yeah, well, you were wrong about the trash part, but yes, it's going to stay around. Yeah, shout out. You also told me you also told me KCP was fucking trash, yeah. and I'm. I, and I screenshotted that. And I'm saving that for the championship parade. I promise um, you. I promise you. There will be some point in either the Western Conference Finals or the Finals where KCP will cost you a game. I promise. Listen, I'm gonna fly him out to XO <laughs> <laughs> next time we are there, so we can we can jump you. Number two in my power rankings. Uh, we were just talking about Lakers. Uh, Anthony Davis. He's on. He's been hooping, hooping yes, this playoff series, and I, I think he deserves to be my number two spot. Mm-hmm. Number one. Um, it's gotta be Zendaya. You know what I'm saying? The only one. She, she uh brought home the lead actress Emmy mm-hmm. for her work on Euphoria. Um, oh, and she, she, Alec- Alexa Demi too, because yes, and the other one. Who's the other one? Who's the white girl? I didn't watch Euphoria, didn't watch but you must talk about Sydney. Come on, bro. We must be talking about Sydney Sweeney. Yes. <laughs> I, I know titties, though. I ain't watched it for you, but I know titties for sure. You, you need to watch um, it. Uh, yeah. I probably... Um, no, I'm serious. It, like, you don't skip HBO shows, Wes. Come on. I know. I usually don't. But, uh... What's, oh, yeah. And, and my boy on there. My boy got the exec, the EP credit. What am I doing? Um, but, yeah, Shot Thurs, 24 years old, won an Emmy. Um, Drake's involved. Uh... So he, there you go. That's uh, more stuff for Drake to, to put on his mantle. But that's my light skin power rankings. You know what I'm saying? Quick, easy. Everybody doing anything. Shout out to my, my waffle color. Yes, friends. sir. Um, my list is very similar to yours. It's not a big difference. Um, I just got a couple more. Um, 
<laughs> Starsky and Hutch. Mm, yeah. Uh, mine's just like yours. I just got a little bit more brown sugar. Um, <laughs> um, number five, um, because I can't take him out ever, uh, it's Drake. Um, but he is dangerous. <laughs> he he is dangerously close to falling out because that nigga cannot handle his opioids. Okay. Um, this is at least the second song where he is mentioned not being able to handle half of a Zan. Okay. Like you, you, you say not being able to handle it. I see it as being responsible. <laughs> um, we will have to get Phil in here to teach that nigga about, about oh, how to handle his business. Shout out to Phil. You want to talk about starting the, what is it, Drake, 33? 34? Starting 34 club. <laughs> Fuck around with Phil. Oh, and shout out to Drake for winning a championship in his league. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Um, number four, um, I also have Anthony Davis. Um, number three, um, uh, I'm sorry, number four, I got Jamal Murray. Um, number three, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, okay, sorry. Um, I'm all over the place. Uh, Journey mm-hmm. Smollett is honorable mention for her tremendous work on Lovecraft Country. Number two, because she is now free from uh, Offset, is Cardi B. Man, that next album is going to be something. I, um, we we going to get all the breakup, hot girl, uh, whap, um, tricking off niggas, city girls anthems from Cardi. Um, so Offset, I'm praying for you, brother. Um, <laughs> he, he misses Granny. Shout out to him. Uh, <laughs> that's not funny, but it is absolutely true. <laughs> so you just slapped in the face of my man no, going no, through it. it. It is absolutely true that when niggas nigga, get caught, nigga last of death hates babies and has <laughs> against black when, love. When, what a, when what a episode. caught up in something they <laughs> to mention some shit that ain't got nothing to do with what's going on with their issue. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's the formula it, it really is but number one also Zendaya um, not only the second black woman to take home uh, the best lead actress um, award but also the youngest of all time um, you know Zendaya is somebody who used to watch on Shake, Shake It Up with my nephew you know damn near 10 years ago now I, and um, it's just to watch her career trajectory and to watch um, you know just to understand that that young girl, who we always knew was super talented, to see her rise in the way that she has risen and to watch Bella Thorne literally ruin OnlyFans um, lets me mm. know that there is justice in the world. Um, because they did they right. did everything in her power, in their power, Disney, to make um, uh, Bella Thorne the star of Shake It Up. But Zendaya, just she just shines. She, she can't stop shining from... Her work on Euphoria to her work in Spider Man to her work in uh, that secret movie with John David Washington. Um, I have not seen Tenet. Mm-hmm. Um, need to, but I'm not going to the movies. Yes, uh, so I'm a, I might risk it once I get bored enough. One. All right, man. Good luck. Um, but yeah, Zendaya is absolutely, and I mean, it's her social activism as well. She is a beacon and she is the absolute face of Gen Z, and um, she's as good as it gets. So shout out to her. Um, sure. and uh, those are our light skin power rankings. Shout out to the waffle color folk. Uh, to wrap it up, L's of the week. Um, I will um, since you went first. Okay. Uh, my L of the week goes to Bronny. Uh, nigga, 
Nigga, you got one job, and that's to hoop and keep shit off the internet. He can't, he, he, sometimes he can barely do either, okay? <gasps> you son of a bitch. Don't you just spend uh, like that? No, Bronny is a, obviously a tremendous talent. He has the potential to be, you can, ne- you can never say he'll be just as good as his dad, but he has the potential to be another star, you know, Zion Williamson level of athlete. And he's got, he's got NBA potential. I'm not going to. Bronny is someone, Wes may disagree. Bronny is someone who has to be ten- the potential, in my opinion, to be another generational athlete. Maybe not Zion Williamson level. But someone who can be can be an NBA All Star, um, and he clearly he is he's just he's a kid, and that's fine. So kids, especially kids in Gen Z, do stupid shit. Um, but like, bro, literally all you gotta do is keep it off social media. Like you can do whatever you want. You can fuck hoes. You can do coke. You can do whatever you want to do. Just don't post it. Don't press send. From Coach Herm Edwards. Um, and it's clearly, you know, that nigga's out in uh, Laurel Canyon. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, he's out in Sierra, what, Sierra Canyon? Sierra, that's yes, cool, yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, he out there with a bunch of rich kids, and he's a rich kid. So you can't tell him shit. He don't listen to shit. And for that little nigga to hop on whatever, Snapchat, whatever that was. So um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what it would network it was on or whatever yeah um you know hitting a blunt it's like bro are you are you kidding me i know a lot of grown people that don't post themselves smoking weed you know on on social media for you know family or job or whatever and it's like come on bro i mean it's the this elder week is very quick and it's very simple um keep doing you keep living your life keep having fun just don't post the shit again clout monsters the clout monster uh and i'm gonna go ahead and in a rare instance, give my W the week, and it goes to Bronny James. Make smoke your weed. Put it on the internet. What's the worst thing that can happen? Your dad's LeBron James. You're not going to lose a scholarship. You're not going to not get drafted. Shit. Uh, put your light. Become a black, black damn Blazarian. Do your thing, Bronny. <laughs> um, no, my, my L of the week is uh, it's uh, the country. Um, yeah. In an interview earlier, our, our president was asked uh, if he would respect the results of the election um, and the peaceful transition of power. And he said, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, is, I'm not. No, who's surprised? No, it's not surprising at all. But it's just interesting to hear, um, given that this has kind of been the idea that he is going to contest. Any any sort of election that's not in his favor. We've been hearing it for um, two years. Yeah, we've been hearing this since twenty eighteen. So. And it's it's even more interesting to see now that, that we've seen him uh, send uh, the military and military like groups out to different cities. Like we saw what happened in Portland. Um, we're seeing what's happening down there in Louisville. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to kind of see what happens in this election and kind of what happens after the election, which is almost more uh, interesting in, 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 than the actual election itself. Um, so hopefully we vote this motherfucker out and he's good to go or it could be some shit. Um, and if the race board pops off, make sure you got your make sure you got your Lock 19s, make sure you got your AR-15s, make sure you got yes. your slingshots, your bows uh, and arrows, your crossbows. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, uh, bow and arrow, shout out to Hawkeye, or no, fuck Hawkeye. Um, but, um, yeah, no, seriously, I mean, we've been talking about it. Um, the only way to, you know, even get this country back to a livable state is to, you know, go vote and make sure that we get this nigga up out of office. But even with that, it's going to come with a price. It is going to be either, even if he he lost and went peacefully, um, his followers will not. Um, there's going to be a lot of hate crimes and race crimes and all of that shit. And if he loses and decides not to go peacefully, he is going to weaponize, you know, his, his followers, um, to make it a living hell either way. And them, um, you know, them 30, I, I honestly, I think the post election shit is going to be the, the cherry on the top of a horrible year. Um, I think that is when all the shit for the year is going to hit the fan. So please be prepared. Please be safe. Take care of yourself. Um, take care of your family. And honestly, regardless of the result, um, be prepared for the worst. Honestly. Yep. Always, uh, prepare for the worst, uh, hope for the best. Um, and then before and we do that, here... the bitch, I got my hand up her dress. That's a Thank problematic you. line. Look at you. Problematic. Uh, hey, babies. <laughs> Black love stinks. Uh, um, hate hating on the youth now. They don't hating you, damn. You know what I'm saying? Blowing the blowing the ganja part of Chum Gang. But um, for... no. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, real real quick, ten Not seconds. Sure, sure. Um, when uh we were having um uh, 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 one of the versus battles, uh, Usher versus Chris Brown, that I won. Shout out to me. Um, I wasn't gonna let Usher lose. I play Lovers and Friends, and I'm listening to Lovers and Friends, right? And I hear, um, once you come inside, you can't change your mind. And I was like, wait, wait a second. You, wait, wait, once mm. you come in the crib, you can't change your mind? Hold mm. on, niggas. Oh, Usher. Uh, mm. Nah, bro. That's a, that is more than a tad problematic. Listen, buddy. If we're going back and, and, and revisiting every problematic line from every song in uh, shit, 2004, we'd be here all day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We used to be a terrible place. Hip hop was horrible. Oh, man. Place. But yes. um, yeah, before we do get out of here, I do want to just say um, I saw reports earlier that two police officers got shot down in Louisville. Um, so I want to make sure everybody who's protesting out there peacefully and otherwise just be safe. Keep having a swivel. Um, mm-hmm. be safe out there because it's uh it's dangerous times. Y'all y'all know that being down there, but um, yeah. it's especially best based on the amount of force that I've seen kind of showing up there through Twitter and whatnot and CNN. Just make sure y'all are, y'all, y'all are good down there, man. Absolutely. Um, praying for everybody in Louisville tonight. Because, um, again, as we said earlier, um, this this falls on on David Cameron. Um, so whatever happens, any, any buildings that are burned are completely on his hands. Um, and don't think that just because he's Uncle Tom that they will not get his black ass to fuck up out of there. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, praying for people you know down there that still fighting praying for you know of all of these slain black people black women especially who have not you know um have not received any justice yet and just praying for everybody out there you know in the midst of all this is still a pandemic you know two hundred thousand americans have died um so all in all forever man be safe like i said the the station of be safe and you know, take care of your
take care of your people. Men take care of you women, even women that you don't know. Um, and, you know, black cars are black in, man, because, you know, we don't know when we're going to come out of it. Straight like that, yeah. You going in and out a little bit, getting your ah. auto auto tune on. But um, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's fine. Straight I said like some that. shit. Some of it was good. Um, we can go. That's fine. See y'all next week. Bye.